What's up, guys? Um, this is our very first episode of The Buddy System. Uh, my name is Dabber Jones, and this is my host over here, if you want to tell them who you are. Uh, my name is Smokey. That's the name you're going to go with? Yeah. That's okay. Go with so me. this is Smokey. And, um, yeah, this is our first little episode. Uh, it's going to be a, a fun little comedy travel podcast where we have uh, different people on to explain um, – some fun odd jobs or cool jobs and stuff. We got a cool guest today that we'll intro in a little bit. Um, obviously, you guys can see that we got lots of weed out on the table, so we're probably going to roll up a joint um, before we really get going. Um, but yeah, you got anything to say, Ben? Smokey? Um, I'm excited <laughs> about our first episode. Let's get it going. Cool. Um, so yeah, I guess uh, to break it down a little bit, this first episode, I guess it's the first time you're seeing our set. Um, I got some of my favorite artists up on the wall behind us. Uh, Vincent Gordon is a main feature. He'll be on our second episode, actually. Um, we got Uncle Strawberry with these big ones back here. We got some of my own art with his mask one, uh, a bunch of little toys and stuff from, from some some good friends, uh, some art all over the world. And, uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun putting this set together, and uh, it, was, it was a little bit of a challenge. Um, we didn't really know what the fuck we were doing to start, so I don't even know if we know what we're doing right now, but... We're going to figure it out, and yeah, there, there was a lot of fun. Um, the plant behind Ben is uh, was one of the best purchases of the whole set. It's a, a black tower elderberry, so we're going to make you some jam in the fall. Um, but yeah, I'm going to roll up. You talk to him about something. Um, are we going to welcome our guest? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you don't want to talk about yourself or anything at all about setup before we start? Oh, you did a good job. That's it. Or we're just going to jump in. All right. Yeah, uh, all right. So we're going to bring in Todd. You say his last name because you said if I say it wrong, he's going to get mad at me. Mernan. So Todd Mernan is uh, works with um, a dog trick company called Halftime Dogs. He's been doing it for six or seven years. And um, this weekend, we're actually going to go to see one of do- uh, Todd's dog competitions. So pretty excited about that see some dogs catching frisbees i'm sure todd will be able to tell you a lot more about what goes on um so yeah let's uh let's bring todd on really quick yeah, so here's todd um do you want to give yourself like just a, a little intro me and ben are going to roll up some weed and we'll like pass a uh, pass tray over to you hi my name is todd Renan and uh i have a company called halftime dogs flying disc show what i do is i do uh sporting events around the country i'm lucky enough to showcase my dogs and what they love most and that's playing with frisbee I get paid to do it. So I'm one lucky motherfucker. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so what kind of dog do you have? How many dogs do you have? All right. I got 11 question? dogs. 11? 11 dogs. What kind? Oh, are they all the same? They're not all the same. No, they're dogs, not all right? the same. I got several different kinds. Okay. I got, yeah. And is, uh, do you have like a main, a main show dog that is more talented than the rest of them? Or are they all pretty equally okay so when you do what i do for a living and for fun you 
have different groups of dogs. So I got the old dogs that are retired now. I got the dogs that have been working for me for a while. And then I got the group of young dogs that are coming up and up in training. So I'm always busy bringing on the new pups. Right. So within that group, I hope I have a really good dog that I can showcase. Cool. I always have. So you uh, always got like a dog waiting like in the stables that you're hoping gets big. Yeah. Very cool. So there's the reason for 11 dogs. Right. So so who's your, your big dog right now, or do you have multiple? Okay, so we're just coming off of COVID. COVID kind of fucked us up a little bit yeah. because going yeah. into COVID, I had some really good dogs. Right. And they were at kind of at the end of their career, and I was hoping for a victory lap with them one more year. And uh, nice. my dog, Grit, is going to be 13 this year, and in 2019, he won the Colorado State freestyle championship but now he's going to be 13 wow. so he got retired over covid yeah. right so he misses he missed his farewell he tour. missed his victory lap that's a bomber and then my other dog glock who is uh going to be he just turned 10 so i retire him when they reach 10 okay. and um he's going to be just fr- he's going to be retired from freestyle and doing shows but i'm still going to use him for Competition, you'll see him okay. Saturday. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, you'll see. How many Saturday. dogs will be there Saturday? I'm competing with four dogs four? on Saturday. My wife okay, is competing cool. with two. Other oh, your wife's gonna compete too. Yet. Very so. So when you compete in these competitions, is it uh, is there like a women's and men's class, or does no. everyone compete? That's cool. Yeah, I everybody like competes against everybody. I feel like that'd be kind of a, a weird way to break that up. No, the only That's time cool. they separate the men and the women is when we have a pure distance competition, and we're going to host oh, one of those so later. Throw. Yeah, nice. it's just raw distance because they obviously are a little shorter on the throw. Yeah, but you I know bet what? Some I got to say, probably probably get it out there though. Yeah, these young girls nowadays, they can outthrow me, that's for sure, you know. And thank God they have an old man's group, too. <laughs> yeah. that's what I compete Oh, so, so is it broken into age groups? No, what it is is it's broken into first men and women's. And then within the each men and women's, we have a pro division and then okay. a regular division. So are you pro division? Not anymore, bro. Uh, uh, these guys have been down. <laughs> yeah, there was a time that I could compete, and I would be in, the, like, the top ten, but... Right. These guys now, they just can throw so much further than so, I can. So how how old are these guys that are out there throwing pro now? Are they... You know, are they anywhere from 20 to... I got a kid, a friend of mine in Texas. He's uh, 20 years old, and he wow. can throw a disc 100 yards. And he does the pro competitions yeah. with the dogs? Yeah, and wow. then my buddy Gary out of Florida, he's probably uh, 45, and he can. Uh, he's got yeah. the world record at... Uh, oh, wow. 122 cool. yards. How how old are you? If I'm you don't. 57. So you started late then. Yeah, I started. Yeah, I did. I started in uh, when I was like uh, probably 43. Okay. Yeah. So you you started training dogs for a few years before you started competing then, right? Yeah. Okay. But, uh, I was uh, before playing or competing with my dogs in frisbee. I volunteered and raised seven service dogs i get them at like eight weeks old and then raise them until they're almost two years old and and i've actually looked into that that's a pretty intensive program to get a dog certified as a real service not not emotional support animal but an actual service dog i've I've looked into that's pretty tough to a train the dogs and even get if you need a service dog to get one there's a big list right yeah it's a long waiting list it's a big process and I'm going to guess that maybe 40% of the dogs that enter the program will graduate the program. Wow, less than half. Yeah. 
Is what what's the biggest reason you say a dog will will not? I know it's kind of not off topic from the dog trick yeah, stuff, that's but fine. but uh, what what do you say is the biggest reason a lot of dogs don't make it through that? Is there like one thing that's like all right? Well, they have to be focused on their task right. at all times. So whatever that task is, if they can't maintain that focus, then you know they're, they don't pass. Yeah. Okay. So they set them up for, you know, first of all they train extensively and forever. But they will test that dog constantly to see if it will fail. And uh, so they almost look like any fail. reason to get him out. Right. So they'll and, try to get the dog to fail. Yeah. Because they need to know right. once they send that dog out the door okay. that it's going to actually perform. Very cool. Yeah. So so what made you want to go from that to the tricks and the Frisbee throwing? All right. So the guy who was a contract trainer for the service dog industry that I was, or the company that I was working with, he was a canine police officer for the San Diego police department. Oh, okay. And he had a Belgian Malinois and that dog was, I fell in love with his dog. And after raising seven service dogs, I was looking for something different. So I went out and did a little bit of homework, found a good Belgian breeder near me and yeah. picked one up. And was this in Colorado? No, this was in San Diego. San Diego. Oh yeah. And, you said that. So, you know, so that dog that I picked up loved to play Frisbee. So I was raising a service dog, and, okay. and she loved to play Frisbee. I used Frisbee as a tool to exercise my dogs. And so when I turned in my last service dog, Kiki, she, um, she could play Frisbee. Then I had that Belgian Malinois just as a pet dog. And right. she turned into a really, really good Frisbee. When I first threw the Frisbee and I could see her ability, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. And then through an event raising money for the service dog organization, a Frisbee dog club came to that event and put on a demo. And I saw their demo and I'm like, wait, this shit <laughs> cool. is cool, yeah. man. So... I got involved, man, and that was in yeah. 2007. So you were, like, hooked as soon as you saw them. Yeah, it was amazing, man. Yeah. These dogs were jumping off their bodies, catching discs, like, eight feet in the air and right. doing crazy stuff. So so five or, or six or seven years really isn't a lot of time. So you, it sounds like you took it up pretty quickly. I did. I yeah. got real lucky, man. Got I, real, yeah. I was it the dogs or was it you? No. <laughs> okay, so I had a phenomenal first dog. Her name yeah. was uh, Bella. Yeah. And uh, we <laughs> saw the sport was introduced to us in the summer of 2007. And we decided to compete with that club in 2008. And we won the California State Championship in 2008. And in 2009, wow. I flew to Chicago <laughs> and we won the World Championship. Man, so, you, you, so wait, so how long was it? So you started throwing Frisbees in it. How long was it after after that you won that world championship? Two years. That's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> I had a good dog, man. Yeah, that's it, crazy. My dog was the talent, and it took me a couple of years to get to her ability, and then yeah, together okay. we were pretty. You're crushing. Yeah. So so when's the last? You no longer compete pro, but when was the last time you were competing pro? Okay, so the pro division is only for the distance. Oh, okay. So what you're going to okay. see on Saturday or tomorrow or Saturday is a uh, different type of competition. Okay. That is broken into two different parts. We have a freestyle where it's like you get a stack of discs and you get two minutes. You're going to do advanced tricks, 
dog bouncing off your body. Right. Jumping over you, catching okay, this. Okay, okay. And then the other part of that competition is called just toss and catch, where you got like one minute and you get to make as many throw and catches as you can. And the further out you go, the more score you get. And then they combine those two. Okay. And then that's called the overall. The overall winner. Yeah. And there and, and in that we have an open division and then we have intermediate and beginners. So okay. we all of us at a high level compete against each other. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so are there prizes or is it more for bragging rights and stuff like it's that? Bragging rights. Because yeah. what we're doing this weekend is a uh, world qualifier. If you, oh, okay. If they, they take the top three or four teams. Right. And you get an invitation to compete at the world championship. So that, what about the world's one? Is there a, is there a prize there? Is no, it still bragging rights? It's still bragging okay, rights. Okay, cool. So, but, so, so the competitions, you're not necessarily making a lot of money so you make most of your money off the halftime shows then correct that's how i make yeah. all my money yeah okay so do you do what what kind of events do you do halftime shows at uh we do all kind of sporting events my busiest my busiest season is college basketball okay but i do college football i do right. nfl i do nba i just last weekend i was in kansas city i did a major league soccer very cool. Yeah. So, so when you do uh, NFL or soccer, obviously you're on grass or turf. When yeah. you're in uh, like a basketball, are they running? How do how do you do that? Are they running on the on the court or? Yeah, they're running on the courts. Yeah. We wrap their feet and put booties on. Oh, them. cool! Yeah. <laughs> Sweet little yeah. little grip little grip shoes. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's interesting. I yeah. actually went to a um, to a game to do with him one time. What do you think? He was my bitch. He picked up all my frisbees Damn. after I was out. <laughs> It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun to watch, man. I'm not going to lie. Everybody loves to watch the dogs. I mean, dogs are dogs are the best. My two dogs are laying back here. You probably can't see yeah, them on awesome camera, dogs, but man. They're, uh, they're, they don't do tricks. They're lazy. And that's a cat. good dog. Yeah, it's a good dog, right? That's a good dog. And most of them don't. Most time, they do this all day. That's a good dog. And then I say, hey, come here, and they'll, I'll give them some pets, and they're, they're fucking killing it. Dude, you should come over to my house. It's madness, bro. <laughs> Dude, I... It's we wild. might have to come up there and get get a, get some there. footage to put in an episode. I can't imagine 11 dogs. Dude, I got two of them that are um, brother and sister, and they're going to be two in a couple weeks, and they're Dutch Shepherds. And I nickname them Dick Shepherds because they're assholes, <laughs> how, man. How big are those, those that type uh, of dog? The boy, his name is XL as an extra large. and So he's uh, fat. No, oh. I keep all my dogs really in good shape. Todd's dogs are. <laughs> I, I want to see a plus no, size not, trick not. dog. I think that would I be. But XL is probably fifty pounds, fifty five okay. pounds, and then cool. uh, his little sister or his sister Quinn is probably forty five pounds, forty two pounds. Cool. Are they how are they uh, like taller? Or are they pretty slender? Yeah, they're yeah. they're they're like a. Slender German Shepherd with okay. Rindo color, and they're beautiful dogs. Yeah, beautiful. that'll be. They will they be one of them be at the show? Yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm debuting Quinn. She's debut. Actually, last weekend in Kansas, show. she debuted, but this will be her first time here in Colorado. We'll just call it this her debut. Yeah, Kansas it really is count. because it's all about training. I need to get these dogs used to that environment because yeah. there's going to be tents, flags, PA's. You know, a lot of loud music and does a lot it, of people. When you first compete, start competing with a dog, does it take them a few times to be like, yo, uh, what's going on? You Every know? dog's different. Yeah. You never know. So yeah. I got um, a 
my little Jack Russell blackjack. She is yeah. at the park on fire. <laughs> I take her to in a competition. She's a little nervous. Yeah. So I'm hoping that uh, she's also a victim of COVID because she took a year off. She was at the right. critical stage of her going out and being socialized and learning that behavior. Mm-hmm. However, this is now, you know, this is going to be this year for her. So cool. I'm going to, you'll see her Saturday too. She's uh, a great little dog. I'm hoping that yeah. she comes out of her shell and uh, will be my number one performing dog. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. He, he almost brought a blackjack today, yeah. but I think for our first episode, I think we're already, uh, Handling a, a lot, yeah. So, I agree. Um, but but yeah, it'll be cool to see uh, her this weekend. And then uh, yeah, the COVID thing is kind of weird. Um, it's funny to hear from an aspect because you hear on the on the news and stuff that that kids are getting socially like kind of messed up and stuff Same because thing. of it. And it's like, man, the, the dogs. I care more about. I might. I think I might care more about the dogs than the kids. <laughs> but uh, it it's crazy how much that's that is affecting. So yeah, and I can't believe it took out a whole year your boy's whole last season. It's crazy. Yeah, it did. That's a bummer. It is a bummer. It's a bummer. So, so you said earlier, um, to kind of cut back to something you said before, um, that you usually retire your dogs at 10. Yep. So, so why, why do you do 10 usually? Well, because the main reason is because I have younger dogs I'm working on. Right. So there's no need to put the older dog through the stress. Right. Okay. And, uh, you know, at 10 they're healthy and, uh, I want them to be healthy at 15 or 16. Right. So do you do you keep all your dogs? Oh yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay, cool. Yeah, my Bella, who was a 2009 world champion, she just turned 15. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's still still crushing it. No, she getting a little she, slow. She yeah, she you know she's 15, but she yeah. still looks good and uh, that's good. Yeah, that's I love good. old dogs. Ben's Ben's got an old dog, Annie. I met Annie when me and Ben first met. Me and Ben probably met eight years ago, I think. I met. And I know I, Annie. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Annie. I was up there a couple times, and I saw Annie. I was like, damn, Annie's getting old. I She's still her, moving around good, though. I call her Annie Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> so you got any questions? You're kind of quiet over there. Ben, no. Ben's not – I like being on camera. Ben, This is new for Ben, so we're going to have to break Ben out of his shell a I'm just bit. listening and trying to <laughs> uh, not interrupt, you know. I got a yeah, question for you. A, you said you went to help me work one of my shows. Uh-huh. What was your favorite part about that thing? Um, we got to practice in the gym with uh, all the cheerleaders. This is the ba- <laughs> this is the basketball game. Yeah, basketball yeah. game. So we were what, in the we what got team. Pra- what, what team we got to practice it? in the practice gym with all the cheerleaders. What what was it college? What yeah, college it was, was uh, it? CU Boulder. Oh man, they're probably some good looking cheerleaders then. And what happened in there? Um, <laughs> we, yeah, we, <laughs> we got to practice. No, what happened with the cheerleaders? Yeah, they told us to turn around or back because they had to change. And me and my boy Mike turned our backs, and I and Ben never turned his back. He's sitting there, <laughs> there just like, dude, ben, Ben's not turning his back for that. Uh, I could have told you that. I, I, you didn't even have to finish the story. I knew almost it. got me fired. <laughs> no, and that's the that's why Ben never helped out again. Oh, <laughs> Smoker went back to help with Smokey. another one. <laughs> I, I keep calling him Ben. He wants to be called Smokey on the show, so. I'll be, it's okay. Take a little bit to get used to I've, for me, but uh, I've been called worse. Yeah. Oh, we kind of forgot something in the beginning. We forgot to do uh, our cameraman's intro. Yeah. Um, do you have any hunter under- or do you have any questions, Hunter, about the dogs or anything? Oh man. Uh, have you been paying attention? I've been paying attention. Yeah. I mean, 
Shit, I, I feel like whenever I think of this kind of stuff, I'm always imagining dog like the people who train dogs to do these like insane obstacle courses and stuff. Have you ever worked on any kind of projects with more kind of out there, you know, dog training situations and stuff like that? Well, I got a trick I worked on over the last few months where I take my pound jack russell and i teach her to do a handstand and i balance her she's doing a handstand oh this is the picture hand this is the picture yes so then i can balance her while she's doing the handstand in my hand and i can get her to hold for like 30 seconds that's crazy so uh a big thing on on the buddy system is um there's going to be a big animation uh aspect i'm sure uh at this point when you're watching this video you probably already watched the intro and saw some of that but um, when Todd walked in, we mentioned the pictures for the cartoonist and he was like, can you make it like this? And a dog doing a handstand in my hand. And it kind of didn't make sense to me. I was like, that's pretty cool, but I don't know why. And now it makes sense. So that'll be an awesome, that'll be, that'll be a really fun cartoon to put on there. Mm -hmm. so, so yeah, cool. I got a picture of it if you want to see. Yeah. It. Yeah. Bust that out. See, this is why we need a TV back there so we can like cast it up there. Yeah, we are. Get that ladder there, homeboy, buddy. Did Vincent, uh, Vincent tell you what this weed is? It looks like it's Bezel One. Um, we don't know what this weed is. It is a uh, everything. Is that all Vincent's shake in a jar? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, um, our next guest that we <laughs> okay. have uh, gave us this weed, and it is just everything that was a uh, smaller than a shooter marble pretty much uh so did you did you invent this trick or is this no. something no do you, do you is that something you do do um is do you invent a, tricks or I, is it kind of like a thing where there's like a, a book of the things that people okay do? i have friends who are really good dog trainers yeah that's the secret to so, me being a decent dog trainer. <laughs> okay um I don't think you can see on here, but this is him, his dog doing the handstand. Um, it will this is this dog going to be at the show? Yes. So can we'll be able to get uh, some good footage of that trick? Yeah. Bring a hot dog. I, I'll bring a whole pack. What do they like, Nathan's or Hebrew National? They don't discriminate. No, yeah. I'm going to get Oscar Meyer then because they're cheap. Yeah. Okay. Done. Or I'm going to eat the Nathan's sticks. for myself. You like hot dogs yourself or no? Yeah, I like yeah. hot dogs. Me, me and Ben are a big fan of Hebrew National. <laughs> that just reminded me of a story I'm not going to tell, but... Um, Why not? <laughs> with hot dogs. Yeah, I think you might... You can't do that on, on you camera. pass that or yeah. the deal? Oh, I've, I know. Do you... Do you, um, you can either roll yourself or I can pass it. Or, I'm okay with you passing. Okay. Sometimes, you know, times are weird now, so... A lot of times I'll just roll my own joints places. I also don't roll, put a filter on my joints and Ben... You can roll ben up a joint ben if you would like. Me. Uh, yeah, if you want to roll your own, you can. I just want a couple of hits now and then. Okay. Cool. So, yeah, this is actually, I'm actually having a lot of fun. For our first episode, I think this is a badass guest. Todd's yeah. killing it. Uh, I, I would do what Todd does. Hey, you know what? I'm Don't lucky. Don't put it in there about, I have a, um, it reminds me of a story. Okay. No, okay. he's going to tell the story. We'll get it out. I'm not going to tell the story. Someday. Okay. I can't. Uh, it'd be like a month from now. I'll be like, yeah, what about that hot dog story? I mean, I can't. Like, just can't. Well, me and Hunter will tell you we're going to cut it. The Kevin won't. Hood hot dog story. Oh. So Kevin Hood is a friend that 
a friend that'll also be on the show. Um, we, we'll talk about Kevin with uh, Vincent Moore, though. Um, so I'm trying to think. You got any? So, so you. So now that we're smoking, you do you partake in in marijuana? I love marijuana. Yeah. Is that um, is that taboo or, at all in your circle, or are people like, oh, there's fucking Todd the pothead? No. Okay. So you got to think about it. You know, when the disc dog thing started it was probably started by a bunch of hippies hanging out at the park tossing their frisbee around and all of a sudden the dog went for it so they're not, like wow dude right <laughs> so you know not everybody it's not everybody in my sport smokes weed by any means there's probably less people that smoke weed than than uh, <coughs> don't smoke weed so or they do smoke You know, it's a low-stress thing. When I'm at work, I don't smoke weed, you know? When right. I'm working halftime shows, I don't do that. Right. I'm professional from the right. yeah, very yeah. first contact. Till, right, right. Till the end of, end That's good. Deal. That's good. So, And we're also in Colorado, too, so I'm sure competitions out here are pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I've been uh, back here. I respect the area that I'm in. A lot of times we got a park and, you know, Park rules say no smoking, so right. I'll go to my van, smoke. Yeah. Let's just take a hit here. As long as you're in the van at the park, it's okay. I do have some good weed stories, though, my dogs. Yeah. yeah. I want to know any ones that you're willing to tell. All right. So I lived in San Diego for a long time. How long were you in San Diego? Uh, Is that where you grew up? No. I was no. in San Diego for like, I've been, okay, I've been in Colorado for six and a half years and the 20 Eight years before that, I was in San Diego. Okay. Southern Cal. So uh, I had my dog, Bella. We had won the world champ. world champ. Yep, world champ, Bella. World champ. And, uh, world champ. And I'm going camping down in Baja, Mexico, to a place called, called Gonzaga Bay. And it's about a five-hour drive from my house to San Felipe, from San Felipe down to Gonzaga Bay, it's dirt road, about another 70 miles or so of dirt road. Wow. And everything I read about the situation said that after you get past San Felipe, you're not going to encounter any more um, military checkpoints. Oh, okay. So you're going through checkpoints and stuff. Check. Okay. Oh, yeah. You travel through Mexico. To get to San Felipe, I've gone through three military checkpoints at that point. So everything said nothing after San Felipe. I should be clear. So we wait until we get a good hour past San Felipe. We're driving on this dirt road going about 10 miles an hour. I had my old girlfriend with me and my dog, Bella, in the back seat. I have a, one of those quart-sized jars of weed that has that, that uh, latch that oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. keeps the yeah, lid yeah. down. So finally, we bust out that weed, and we're smoking our very first bowl. And if you can imagine, we're in a desert setting, so the road's about 15 feet wide. And on each side of the road, the shrubs are about 10 feet high. Okay. So we're driving down this washboard road, slow, it's bumpy. And all of a sudden, about a half a mile up, I see this blue water barrel in the middle of the road, and I'm trying to figure out what it is. And I see two military soldiers step out. And we got a checkpoint. Burning, we're burning a bowl. And my girlfriend says, we got to stop. 
I go, we can't. They already got eyes on us, so I'll slow down, right? <laughs> yeah, you look even worse. Right. So we slow down, and I take the weed, and I toss it in the back seat, and I saw it hit the ground, and the lid sprung open, oh. right? So I'm like, oh, oh. shit. <laughs> You're fucked. I am, right? <laughs> so I, as we approach this checkpoint, I tell her, I say, I'm really sorry. This is the first day of a 10-day vacation. And I say, I'm really sorry. I don't know what's going to happen here. So these so two, this, is the, this is the first day still? First day, day one of a 10-day. Best vacation ever. Right. And we're loaded up, man. My truck is loaded up. I got, I got wood stacked up on top. I got 10 days worth of camping gear with me, right? So we're cruising along. We pull up and... I roll down my window, and Bella is a Belgian Malinois. It's a dog that the military uses. Right. right? Seal Team 6 uses that dog. Right. All right. So anyway, so she, when I roll down my window, she pops her head out the window right over my shoulder, and these three guys, they're like 18 years old with automatic weapons, they say to me, hey, does your dog bite? And this is all in Spanish, and I'm like, no, she doesn't bite. Did you speak Spanish too? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I speak enough to get away with it. Okay, okay. So, um they go, does she bite? And I go, no. And they go, where are you going? And I tell them I'm going to Gonzaga Bay, which is another probably 40 miles down the road. Dirt road, right? Dirt Still? road. Now it's paved. Back then it was dirt. All right. <laughs> so uh, they asked the same question at every checkpoint. You got any drugs, guns, or ammo? That's what they're looking for. And I'm like, no, man. I don't. <laughs> right. And I know my truck smells of weed, right? So I asked them if I can get out of the car, and they go, yeah, because I know they're going to look at my shit. So uh, when I get out of the car, I flip the seat, Bella jumps out, and there's an ice chest full of beer right behind my driver's seat. So I pull this ice chest out, and I lay it on the ground, and I pop open the lid, and I tell them, I said, hey, grab a beer. And they look over the hood of my car, and for the first time, I look where they're looking, and I see about 30 more guys over there, right? I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so he grabs, I have. So you got to give them all beer. Well, no. So oh. these three over here, right? Remember, they're like 18. Right. right? So these I are kids. Kids. Yeah. So I got like six 40s, and I got about 12. 12-ounce beers. So he grabs three of the 12-ounce beers, and I go, no, amigo, grab the big ones. So he grabs three big ones, stashes them <laughs> behind the rock, right? So I go to the back of my truck, try to divert them from the open bag of weed in All my right. car. It's spilled in the backseat. Yeah, it's yeah. in the backseat. <laughs> so I open up the back of the trunk or the lid of my topper, and a, I had a stack of discs there for my dog, and one hit the ground, and she picks it up. Right. So, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, I grabbed a 40 and popped it open, too. So I thought, what the hell, right? So I put that open 40 on the trunk. I grab that Frisbee, and I throw it right down this narrow road. And my dog runs out there and jumps, like, five feet in the air and catches it, right? Right. So they're like, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so that's they awesome. end up whistling and calling all 30 people over. <laughs> and I do this little dog disc demo. A little impromptu show. Right there on the dirt road. And they fucking were slapping me in the back, telling me to go have a great time down That's in Gonzaga awesome. Bay. And they never fucking they didn't even looked look. in the front of the car. See, everybody loves dogs. That's that's the moral of this story. If you yeah, got dogs is. and some beer. And some beer. Dogs and beer, and you're good. You can get through anything. Yeah, she got me through that. I mean, saved my ass. So that's the world champ dog, too. World champ Man, dog. She's, she's 
world champ in many aspects. <laughs> I love that dog. I've yeah. been trying. That could have turned out bad. It could have turned out really bad. <laughs> that could have turned out very bad. Yeah. We might not be, uh, oh, we might be talking to Todd still, but maybe not. Yeah, you know what? You just, you don't want to get in trouble down in Mexico. It was stupid. No. I'm not going to lie. It was stupid. Uh, we got lucky. And uh, so when I got to the Gonzaga Bay, let me finish the story. So I get to Gonzaga Bay. Oh, there's more. And uh, they have these really nice, it's a big, huge bay. It's like four miles from one end to the other end, real sandy beaches, real beautiful. And so they have these little palapas you can rent. And the guy who collects the money is these two teenage boys. They come up to me and they're like, hey, amigo, you want to buy some weed? <laughs> I'm like, oh, dude, I'm good. I'm real good, bro. I got my shit. You got a whole backseat full. Yeah. So I showed them my ounce of weed, right? <laughs> they wanted to trade me like three pounds of shit that they found washed up on the shore because the smugglers would come across mainland Mexico and if the Coast Guard was trying to chase them down, they would just throw the weed overboard, and that weed would wash up right on that cove. Still packaged up. And I would yeah. walk that cove, and I could find bundles of weed, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Some brick weed. Brick weed. Throw it on the fire at night. Get everyone high. <laughs> it was, if we did. It's going to be a party. I threw it away That's an awesome story, though. <laughs> These kids are looking at your weed like, oh, my gosh. Oh, I know Give them did. everything we got. They did. They were. <laughs> And then I showed them what I found, and I said, do you want that? And they're like, no, put it on your fire. And that's when I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a fucking great idea. Oh, you asked them if they wanted the weed you found? Yeah, because on, when I parked okay. it on my beach, I beach cone for a half a mile each way just to clean the beach because right. I knew I was going to be there for like 10 days. Right. And I found a couple of bags of weed washed up. That's wild. A size of bass. Hey, like you're so casual about it, but that to me is wild. Yeah, it is crazy. I'm like, no, no, you keep it. Throw it on your fire. <laughs> that's all it's good for. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that. That would be a. That, that's a very. You're right over there. Yeah, I'm gonna fix my glasses. Oh, it looks like you're digging something out of your eyeball. Sort of messed up. Light that joint back up. So uh, last year, or no, in 2019, when it was our last competition season, I picked I up that. a CBD sponsor, and uh, we actually have some CBD for us today. Oh, cool. To, to test out. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I'm down. From, a, totally. I guess, a sponsor. Yeah. yeah. I picked up a sponsor, and here's something I didn't know. So um, I have my dog, Glock, who is a two-time Colorado state champion. Is he the one who's 13? He, no, he's 10. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Brit is 13. Okay. Okay. Glock, you got 11 of them. It's hard to I do. Track. I can name them if you want. So which, which four <laughs> will be at the show? Are your dogs and your wife's dogs all in included in the 11, or do you have 11, and does your no, wife have one? No, I have six. Okay. She's got five. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, how does this work? <laughs> so what what dogs are we going to see? Sorry to interrupt you about the same thing. What four dogs are we seeing? All right, um, you're going to see uh, Glock. Okay. And since he's semi-retired you're going to see him only do the toss and catch okay portion of the event. that's the one where you have a pile of discs no no toss and catch is one disc one, one disc. minute oh you're right right okay 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 yeah freestyle is where you have a stack of discs right. and you do a bunch of tricks okay all right so my freestyle dogs my main dog right now her name is yeti she's gonna be great there. dog name yeah is she white no she's not yet white. <laughs> She's a Belgian Malinois, just oh, no. like Bella. Okay. okay. All right. So, so another like Brindle type. 
Or almost yeah. the duchies are brindle. Okay. The duchies and the Belgian Malinois are like first cousins to each other. They're very similar looking. They're just painted different. Okay. You know, they're classified different. as different breeds though. Yeah. But it's still, you know, they're shepherd-like. They're shepherd okay. dogs. So anyway, so Yeti's my number one dog. She'll be uh, doing both freestyle and toss and catch. Okay. Then you're going to see my little blackjack. I'm going to try to start desensitizing her to the whole competition environment. So how old is she then? Blackjack will just turn four or will turn four. Okay. Yeah, will turn okay. four this summer. Cool. So baby, she's young still. Yeah, she's still young. Cool. And... uh and so she's going to do both freestyle and toss catch. Okay. And then I'm going to bring Quinn, the one that's going to turn two. The debut dog. Yes. Cool. Debut dog. She's, this dog has more potential than anything I've seen out of my pack in a long time. Yeah. I'm hoping for good things with this. Do you think she could be the best you've ever had? No, because no. Bella, unfortunately, you know, is the best dog I've ever had. Yeah, world champ. I mean, yeah. how are you going to beat that? Maybe two two time world champ, but yeah, I don't know how to beat that. Yeah, she's. Uh, I've been looking ever since when I had my next three dogs. After that was Grit, Glock, and Yeti. I used to say those three dogs together equaled one Bella. <laughs> they yeah, used, so they, she was that good. She was really she was that, that good. good. Yeah, she. Uh, she opened up a lot of opportunity for me, and uh, after we won the world championship, I got introduced to the show industry. Somebody offered to pay me money to play oh, with right. her, and I'm yeah. like, "Get the fuck out of here, really!" So that probably I know I I blow glass. If you guys don't know, and the first time I got paid for blowing glass was like, "Wow, this might be the coolest day of my life." That's right. And I never I looked back. Yeah, that's right where I was, man. It's cool, and uh, that's what happened to me. They Offered to pay my way, and it was a, an event in um, Canada. Yeah, it's okay. <sighs> Whistler, Canada, right before the Winter Olympics in 2010. We won the World Championship in 2009. So that year, as champions, we were invited to do this event in Whistler. And uh, it was awesome. And when they paid all of my expenses, and then I came home with 1500 bucks, I'm like, this is cool. That's uh, that's what Hunter probably feels like, because we're gonna take Hunter to Miami next month and pay him. So I mean, there's really nothing better when you're starting to get paid for shit you love to do, you know. Especially when you kind of yeah. just come across it and it all just falls into place, and then, like you're saying, from there you just never really look back. Life's different forever. There you go, guard dogs. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll let him stop barking for a second. Okay, so sorry for uh, kind of like uh, pushing you off track, but go back to the the CBD sponsor. All right, so I picked up the CBD sponsor, which I'm very grateful for, and he gave me a bottle of full spectrum oil. It was like 500 milligrams. Right, right. So I it's have like a, a bottle with dropper, right? Right. Yeah. So my dog Glock is real thunderphobic. This time of year, we're in our monsoon seasons, and we get a lot of thunderstorms, and it uh, it just loses it, man. So what I have to do is I put him in a kennel, and I put a muzzle on him for his own protection because he bites the kennel and he breaks uh, his teeth. I mean, he yeah. goes, he's crazy. Man, he's really bad with the thunder, real bad. Man. Real bad. So I got the CBD sponsor. 
Oh, you gave it to them. So we're this is competition this weekend is always the first of the year, and right now it's when the monsoon season started. So I obtained this sponsorship. So I was high dosing him, and I couldn't tell any difference in his behavior looking at him until I went to this competition two years ago, and this dog is solid, solid dog, like a ninety. Five percent catch dog, right? Right. I take him to this competition after high dosing him for a month because it helps so much with the thunderstorms. It was I saw a right. huge difference. In- I give my dog CBD. Right. So I threw that first disc and he ran out there happy as could be because he's a happy dog. He jumped up in the air and that disc hit him right in the head. Oh man, he's done. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Happened? He's a stoner now. So then he picks this disc <laughs> up and he's happy as hell coming back to me gives it to me, goes out again, and I throw the perfect throw, and I'm like, oh, he'll catch this one. You know, sometimes you miss the first one. Boom, right on the other side of the head. I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) Misses it by two feet. He went like 0 for 5, and that doesn't happen. And I'm scratching my head going, I haven't figured it out yet, right? Right. So I'm like, what is going on? What's different? And finally, I don't know if it was my wife or me, I came up with, oh, CBD. So I figured out real quick I was overdosing this dog, man. He didn't give a shit. He was so stoned. He didn't care. So I, I bet he up. was having fun still, though. I bet he was, he having, was having almost. I bet he thought he was catching those dudes. Dude, he did. He <laughs> was, if you looked at that dog, you wouldn't. He was having fun. You could tell yeah. he was having fun. He that's didn't all, care. That's all it meant. Was this at wait, Was this at a competition? Was this a world practice? qualifier, dude? Oh, it mattered. Wow. It mattered, bro. So he kind of fucked up then. He's, I fucked up. You're the parent. You, I fucked up, bro. You got him stoned. I got him stoned. So <laughs> it's funny though. But it That's great. Yeah, it didn't take him long to get back to normal. Ten days later, he was. I was doing. Uh, I did a series. I did like seven little um, minor league baseball teams in seven days, and he performed perfectly. I just killed it. Killed it. Yeah, he killed it. That is funny though. Yeah, my uh, Saint Bernard has very high anxiety, and she has uh, bad knees. Oh, CBD, great so for that. I give her CBD chews all the time. Yeah, you know, the uh, oil is good, and <coughs> and what you do is uh, you take the dog's weight. Right. Let's just say for simple, it's 100 pounds. That's a, My St. Bernard is exactly 100 pounds. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Then you want to give that dog 50 milligrams of CBD divided over two yeah. doses. Yeah, I used to give her the oil, but it she didn't really like it. She would like like push it out of her mouth with her tongue and I would try to get it away or put it on on her food, yeah. yeah. Um she's a real she's a real weird eater, but then I found these things. Um I think they're 50 milligrams a cube. Oh, they're, they're like little chews, yeah. And they're even perfect. She loves them. Perfect. I'm like, "Hey, you want a treat?" Yeah. Good girl. That's a big dose. Yeah. yeah so, give that to my 12-pound Jack, she I'm not sure what would happen. I don't even know if it fit in her mouth. They're they're like this big. Oh. <laughs> they're for the big dogs. If it's food, it fit. Yeah. She's like, I'm gonna figure this out. Yeah. Jack yeah, I have. Uh my cousins had a, a Jack Russell when I was a kid and I hated it. It always tried to bite me. Well, you know what? Any, Very hyper. Any dog any dog can be any way. Yeah. yeah. It depends on the on the owner. It right. depends on how, how they're raised. I yeah. believe that yeah. strongly. What you want, water? We can, we'll just take like a two minute break. 
Okay, we're we're rolling. Um, Todd just asked me about the piece sitting on the table. Um, Doctor Dabber sent me this Boost Evo to make some pieces for. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram, I blow glass. So um, yeah, I made that a couple weeks ago uh, for a competition that Doctor Dabber's hosting. I need to take pictures of that. And That's get badass. What do you call it? In. The piece? Yeah. I um, it's a it's a. Are, do you know what cryptocurrency is? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a. I'm into what they call shit coins. Shit. It's coins. my favorite thing. Right. Yeah. It's like people in their garage putting out cryptos trying to get rich overnight. Right. I love it. Yeah. Good. I make a lot of money doing it. It's funny. <laughs> it good blows my you, mind. Bro. So Maybe one day, teach me how to do that. Yeah. I'll yeah. I. I. Dude, we'll do it. We'll, we'll we can talk about it more for sure. All right. I love crypto. Well, crypto will be a big topic on the show. But anyways, that piece, um, one of the shit coins that came out is called Dogelon Mars. And their logo is a dog with that is uh, a Shiba Inu, which is a big dog in the crypto world, um, dressed up as Elon Musk. So that's a, a Shiba Inu with a little Elon Musk hairdo inside a rocket because everybody knows if you're in crypto, we're going to the fucking moon, baby. I love it. Or if you're into Dogelon, we're going to Mars. So that's what Dude, that's <laughs> this Dogelon Mars is supposed to be the official currency of Mars when we co colonize it. So saying so, it out loud um, outside of my crypto chat group sounds really stupid. So <laughs> But yeah, so that's kind of the story behind that piece. Um, when is that uh, competition? Uh, well, it was supposed to end J June first, but um, I don't think anyone's doing the competition, so they extended it a couple <laughs> weeks. So I'm the only person I've seen so far make a piece for it. So I think I might win all the prizes. Dude, it's awesome! You should win. Yeah, thank Can't you. Wait to see that thing work. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I guess we can we can smoke it now. Uh, I have uh, some products here from Plain Jane CBD. Um, and this is the second time they've actually sent me stuff. The first time I promoted it on my Instagram and I honestly can't believe they sent me more because <laughs> when I promoted their product, they sent me hemp cigarettes and they look just like oh, a cigarette. And I, I literally said in the promo video, I would never use this. I smoked it. I smoked the product, but I, it was, it, it was weird to me. They sent me some better stuff this time. So well, it's a good company. They got good products. Yeah. So they knew that the person, well, the video was really funny too. So I think they got a lot of followers from it because I did, I did say, I was like, honestly, in a realistic setting, these cigarettes would be a perfect prop cigarette. If you don't want to, if you got someone who needs to smoke a cigarette on film or something or a set, it'd be perfect for that. But I've never smoked a cigarette, a real cigarette in my entire life. So I was like this to me, not appealing at all. I was just very honest. So, but yeah, this time uh, I'll bust it out. Let's see what we got. So I had to repackage some of it because my cat bit a hole in one of the bags. So <laughs> we'll just pretend that it's in the original packaging. So, um, so the first one we have some, I think they gave me like a little re paper that says, well, yeah, here we go. Here we go. So this is CBD isolate shatter crumble ecto cooler flavor. We should grab the ecto cooler piece from downstairs. Hunter, can you run downstairs and in the, the glass cabinet, there's the, the mini high C box. It's ecto cooler. 
If you can't find it, I'll go down. So anyways, so we got this crumble. I did open this already, and um, if you buy hash or anything like that, me and Ben, do you smoke hash or are you pretty much a flower guy? No, I smoke hash. Yeah? Okay, cool. Um, I did open this, and if you buy hash, this is, uh, the, this is not what you want to see. I'll show you guys. So plain Jane, the first thing you need to work on, yeah. And half of it's on the lid. That's not yeah. good. So maybe find out a better seal on the lid or maybe something that's not as sticky for the lid thing. Just being uh, being real, I think that's a really big thing for a lot of stoners who smoke hash. If you get it and it's all stuck on the lid, that like, sucks. Maybe like some PFT or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe something to make it, uh, if it does get on the top, maybe it's easy to get off. So this is another piece I made. So... Um, you want to check that out, Todd. It's a, a mini piece. Yeah, it's got water in it, so it might spill out of the joint a little bit. No big deal. Um, that's the original 1989 release of High C Ecto Cooler. That is too cool, bro. So and that's Good a five. Work. That's a five millimeter. Nice work. Yeah. Very nice. So we'll put this out here since we're going to be smoking some Ecto Cooler. Unfortunately, I don't have a five millimeter nail to smoke this piece, um, but. Do you think this chair is super creaky in the thing? You think it's all right? All right. Okay. Um, so anyways, we're going to use, we're going to do this product first. And then we have a couple other products. Obviously we're not going to get high from this. It's CBD. I don't ever smoke CBD. So we'll see how it goes. Um, do you ever smoke out of e-rigs like this? Nope. Nope. I do when I'm over at uh smoky house. house. Yeah. I just gave Ben a, a something called a Rio, uh, it's an all-in-one rig. It's really cool. Oh, he, he, he tried the Rio. You, you hit the Rio, the thing with the torch in the base? I did. I yeah. Remember what did one. you think? It was great. It sat in my garage for like eight months until I gave it to Ben. Shame. Never even used it. You got a lot of shit. They were sitting there gaming. Ben's like, you know what I really want? This thing called a Rio. And I was like, a rig in one? I got one right here. Sitting, <laughs> sitting five feet from me. Oh, yeah. lucky so, Ben. Yeah, so I gave that to Ben. Nice. But uh, so, yeah, this actually uh, it's a lot of the people have been making e-rigs like and stuff. Not a big fan of um, you can even just bleep out the the word when you edit this video, because I don't want to give them any promo. And people will know who I'm talking about if they follow me. Um, yeah. There we go. So there's a couple of people. Um, the the Carta is made by Focus V, another popular one that um, actually some of my friends own that company. It's pretty cool. They works really good. But then Doctor Dabber recently sent me this. Um, it's called the Evo Boost, the Boost Evo or the Evo Boost, one of the two. And uh, when I first got it, I was like, I don't know if I, how I feel about this. So the way it works is it's magnetic. So this it, there's no carb cap or anything which I thought well, at first I was like, fuck this. Don't like it. But so the way it works is, Oh, do we have a dabber up here? We do not. Um, there's one on the table down there. Sorry to keep making you go up and down the stairs. But anyway, so the way this works, everything on this piece, one making money right now. Oh, he's crushing it. He is actually making money right now. So hopefully something comes out of it for the rest of us. 
<laughs> but anyways, I was really impressed when I actually got this product. So I guess we're doing like a double product re review, one for Dr. Dabber. I'm sure they won't care. And uh, Plain Jane. Um, but this this is what I like the most out of it. If you guys smoke e-rigs, um, this is the atomizer. It's completely, there's no parts to break on it, which is my favorite thing. So um, I you can just soak this whole piece in ISO and then it just magnets back in here. So just make sure perfect. Thank you, sir. So you magnet that in there and then we, um, we're going to load up. Also, um, another thing, it's definitely, you should think of like a, something to plain Jane, you should think of something to call this other than crumble or shatter. Cause it's not really like shatter. I'm gonna pass it over to Ben and he can, he can, uh, give his look review. It's very hard to handle. What do you think? You pass it to Todd after. Smells very interesting. Yeah, it does. It smell. It doesn't smell bad, and but the the consistency is very interesting. It's this, odd. This it's odd. Consistency like looks like part of it's gone already. I might have taken one test out of it and rolled it in Keith because I didn't have any dabs a couple nights ago. I don't know if that actually happened, but it might have. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I can go with that. I don't even know what it smells like. Yeah, it's weird, right? It doesn't. It it almost like smells like chapstick, kind of. Yeah, I was gonna say like uh, chapstick, like pine, <laughs> like pine sap. Yeah, like pine sap. Yeah, that's what it smells like. Too. Yeah, that smells good. It doesn't smell bad. No, it doesn't all, smell yeah. bad at all. Yeah, it doesn't smell bad. It, it doesn't smells, smell like a strain to me though. Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it smells like pine sap. It's yeah. it's it's pleasant. So anyway, so we put some in there, um, and the way this works is you can you turn it on, but this piece uh, comes out. So you can. This is the easiest e rig that I've made glass for, which is big um, for me liking a product because sometimes it's just a pain in the ass to make like the glass fit into the technology. But this this is great. You just it fits in here. Um, and then this is like a carb. So if you guys are watching, this is like a, a rush hole. Um, and you just magnet it back on top there. The magnets are super strong too. So you can pick it up by the glass. I, I really like this. I've been using it for, I don't know, when did I get this? Like a month ago? It's probably been four months ago. No. No. So Two months um, max. So Two me and Tyler max. play video games. You play video um, games almost all the day. time. And he's been ripping on that thing for a minute. Oh, uh, yeah. We've been playing this game, Knockout City. I might be the best in the crew. It's causing us the, some turmoil in our in our group. But it's actually good because we can fight over video games. And then when we meet in person, we're like, nice. <laughs> you got and we got it all out. It's, right. it's good. So, okay. So, anyways, we'll, we're going to fire this up. I think I put enough in here that we can kind of pass it around. Um Let's see if they gave us anything else. Sometimes they'll give you like a thing of what like the best temperature is to smoke it. Oh, so so these are the these are the cigarettes they sent me last time on the front there. Yeah, very very interesting product. Um. So yeah, what? How hot do you think? What temperature do you think we should put it on, Ben? Let's taste it. <clears throat> Let's taste it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Let's taste it. 
Um, so I believe we have it on this like teal blue color. Um, for the show, we're gonna put the party lights on. Uh, there we go. <laughs> we'll it. turn the party on for Todd. Um, so yeah, we have. I think we the teal is six hundred degrees. Can we go lower? Six hundred is fine. Okay. Do you want to take the first hit? Nope. Oh, he doesn't trust it. He's like, ah, yeah. I, I don't even know it. what it smells like. You taste it first. I want to see it work. So you get it heated up. You hold the button down for four seconds, and then um, it turns red, and now we're heating up, and it'll turn green. I guess I'll hand it to you next, Ben. Make sure we don't, like, nothing, ha- nothing crazy happen. Nothing crazy? Yeah, for Todd. We got to make sure it's safe for Todd. Oh, yeah. True. Lisa would be pretty pissed if we hurt Todd on the show. Right. Le- you, you know Lisa? Lisa's my wife. Oh, different, well. different Lisa. So um, we hired Whoa, a personal this assistant. This weird. It tastes like root beer. So uh, Tyler and I hired a personal assistant before we started the show today. Yeah, literally five minutes before you got here. And her we name hired is a Lisa. personal assistant. We had an interview hired her and agreed on the schedule all in five minutes. And then she she start work. Uh, She's coming next Thursday. Yeah. And then she'll be here every, uh, every Wednesday for us when we film. Oh, awesome. So if you need anything, well, not today because she's not here. So we can't get you anything else. But if she was here, she'd be able to get you whatever you need. She'd take care of me. Yeah. All right. So, um, that it smells might, I think I need air. to turn it down a little bit. Okay. I think that was too hot for it. Turn it down then. Okay. Good thing we didn't give that to Todd because that right. is, hurts my mouth right it now. It smells like it roasted. Should I just put it on the lowest setting? See what yeah. I mean, I mentioned that to begin with. Oh, did you? So I'll put some you more. Taste it. You remember that? There's still a little bit in there, but here it comes. Dude, my chair is so loud. Is it because I'm fat? Ben keeps telling me I need to lose some weight. I mean, but I need to lose some weight too, bro. I'm just looking out for your health, bro. I want you to be around. I don't think I'm so heavy. I'm like need to be concerned about, about like dying. I mean, anything. it's better to be concerned now before it gets too late. Yeah. But sometimes they say, if you think about it too much, it manifests it inside you. So if I'm just never, I don't know if that makes sense. Well, then think about <laughs> the things that uh, are going to manifest. I don't know what to say about that. I'm saying if I think that I'm unhealthy, then I'm going to be more unhealthy. But keep telling yourself you're healthy as fuck. Yeah, I am healthy as fuck. There you go. I try to be. Every day? Yeah. I was a swimmer for 16 years. Very competitive swimmer. Oh, so awesome. I was, I, I was usually very healthy. What and stroke? I did everything. Yeah. Uh, in college, I was big in, like, the IM, and I did the 200 butterfly. I hated it. it what college awful. did you go to? Uh, Carthage College. It's a D3 college in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool college. Um it's an interesting I'm, college for me was really weird. It wasn't really like 
I just did it because it felt like I, that was what I was supposed to do. You know, it was like a four year so, vacation. Yeah, it was great. It's an escape from reality, bro. Oh, ben has his review. What do you think? Um, that's such a weird flavor. It um, is very weird, right? Like, it's like it almost tastes like some striped chewing gum. Oh, um, but old, but expired. but old with <laughs> some chemicals mixed in it. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it feels like I just inhaled some cleaning um, agent. Do you still want to try it, Todd? Yeah, I'll try it. Okay, yeah. cool. Is yeah, there yeah, is yeah. open You're that really up? Cool. Is it wet in there still for him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Light it up for him. Yeah. Okay. Turns green. I go. Yes, sir. So it's all right, though. Yeah, I'll do another one on the low temp. Um, my my throat is wrecked from that first one. Was way it too. It feels hot. so weird in my throat. Like it's like it coated my throat in in that. something. <laughs> what's in your throat yeah, no. i said it feels so weird in my throat and i was like yeah we're, you said it twice now we're keeping both in. oh shit <laughs> what do you think hmm. it is a different taste Just trying to identify it i'm gonna pull up their website let's see what their other flavors are what was that one called that one's acto cooler there ain't nothing. Ecto yeah, it doesn't. Ecto cooler is one of my favorite strains. It don't taste like ecto cooler. And you know what? I see where they get the cooler. It might have some menthol flavoring mixed in. That's yeah. That's, that might have uh, wrecked my throat, and that's the cooler part. You know what? I think you're right about that. I think, mm -hmm. I think that's what I've been feeling. You think it's like a menthol thing in there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That doesn't, as soon as he said that, I'm trying to identify what I'm tasting, and I think that's right. Hmm. It tastes worse at a lower temperature. <laughs> so it's it's it tastes like <coughs> like old root beer candy or something to me. <coughs> There's something weird like root beer in it. I don't like root beer, so I don't know. I'm so stoned right now. Damn, we got Todd stoned. Yeah, the C B D got it. Did we? It was that. It was well. So the much. CBD might make you. Well, it's, they say it helps it a little yeah. bit. I yeah. think it was that Vincent head stash. Yeah, that it, that's probably like twelve of the the best weeds you've ever seen. That's right. Here. All mixed together. Yeah, our friend Vincent has the best weed. I think it's it's great, great weed. Yeah, it smells good. I'm still yeah. trying to figure out how to grow good weed. And growing weed's tough, man. Colorado's You'd tough. have to, if you wanted to grow really good weed, you almost have to quit the dog stuff, man. It's hard because it's like a, you got to babysit the, they're like, they got to be your dog. Like newborns. A good thing about my work is usually I can be gone for at the most like four days and I get everything wet before I go. Yeah. And then come back and water them again. Yeah. I used to grow some weed and I, it was good, and then I tried to grow weed with a friend, and he, I I like to grow the plants to a big plant. I like the the veg stage more than the flower stage. I like growing like branching them out so they're fucking huge. And but I then I get lazy. <laughs> I'm like, man, I don't like the rest of it. Like, 
it's done. Like, so I tried hard. Like, I know. I tried, and then I tried to take it and be like, "Well, I'll veg everything, and then you, someone else take care of the flower." But it didn't work out. Glass blowing, glass blowing's been good, good for me too. It's been a lot of fun. Growing weeds too hard for me. It's hard. My landlord said I could put a weed plant upstairs on the top deck. I didn't even ask. He just said I could do it. Here, I was, I was like, "Are you setting me up?" Like here yeah. or at home? Here. This is where I live. I live upstairs. Oh, you live upstairs. Yeah, I gotcha. live upstairs. I have a mattress and some a weight bench and some dumbbells. Cut that. And that's all that's plant. up there. And yeah, I'll have a weed plant. One. One. I'll probably kill it. You better hurry. Yeah, it's kind of late to get it out now. <laughs> I'm going to have to buy a started plant. Yeah. But All right. So I don't know. What do you guys think about the this stuff? It's okay. I don't smoke CBD, so it's hard for me to really, really, really judge this on. Uh, like, I really like uh, isolate if I'm going to smoke some CBD. I thought CBD. that's what this was. Am I wrong? I mean, just the white isolate. like the, Oh, yeah. The like white the crystal. Cow, yeah. yeah. Like okay. the brick or whatever. Yeah, it seems like they almost added flavor to yeah. this. And I think that's what gets me. Mm-hmm. So I don't need added flavor. It's not bad. It's not bad. Um, but. Yeah, it's a. It's like I guess that's all we have to say about that one. Um, we'll move on. Uh, we have this that they sent us. The tube got crunched, but my dogs didn't get the joint inside. So my cats pulled this box off the off the table, and they got into the flower. And my dog tried to chew up the plastic tube, but I saved the joint, and that just happened last night. So hopefully, it's still good. Good. If you guys don't want to smoke it, you don't have to. I'm, I'm going to. There you go. He's like, I'm not. I'm out. <laughs> Ben's got to smoke it. I'm smoky. Smoky. I really, this one um, is, we don't even have to smoke all this. We can just take a couple hits. Oh, I'm not smoking all that. No. Me neither. I can go ahead and tell you about what it's going to taste like. <clears throat> we can review if the if the pre-roll does at least smoke well even though if we we can review everything but the actual cbd flower well then you got to review how well it smokes because i'm not a big fan of pre-rolls they tend to pack them it already smokes like shit yeah. they just it's hard to light them and they yeah, just like they just don't it's only you roll is the way to roll them bro so, if you're going to roll a joint, do you put a filter in the end of it? Or do you roll it like that? You know what? A filter is new to me. And I'm a master joint roller. See, I, I don't like filters. I like rolling them like that. Yeah. And then I can smoke everything away. Because yeah. I'll go back and smoke that. Yeah. So, Ben yelled, yelled at me because I didn't put a filter in my joint. And I was like, I yeah, don't like I, Most of this I've tried it. time I don't put a filter in there. It's 2021. Yeah, it's time to make a change. I don't think so. This is actually much more enjoyable than the. I'd actually I'll smoke that. I'll, 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 I'll smoke. I'd smoke that. That whole thing. It's very. It's a smooth smoke. It looks like it's hitting pretty good though. Now right it. Now. now it is. Yeah. yeah. The, the the light was a little tough, but. Maybe they gave you the uh, top shelf one that you're gonna. That one is. Delta eight plot, uh, Delta eight flower pre rolled joint. Oh, this is Delta eight. This is a yeah, CBD. So this is Delta eight, not CBD. Uh, what is the difference? 
You know? I don't know. Man, I tried to look it up. See, this we need the computer back there. Do you want to look up what the difference is for us? Do you need um, the Wi-Fi? Didn't even give him the Wi-Fi. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hunter told us if... uh, This isn't terrible. That he's okay being fired if these episodes aren't fires. Fires as fuck, so... Just the editing, not, not the content. Yo, we, what are, hey. you, are you saying we're not doing a good job? No, y'all are crushing it, but... Okay, good job. Yeah. That was a test. You could have been fired right there. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. That's not bad. So, Hunter, how do you feel about us getting an assistant after we just made you run downstairs? Uh, you almost have, you have an assistant now, too. Yeah, it feels good. <coughs> I feel like I'm make, making waves in the world. Hunter's actually benefiting most from this project immediately. I mean... Of course. <laughs> I'm I think he's here making money. Right? I'm he's getting paid right away. I'm not I mean, waiting for... He's for the, the ultimate team. talent. Yeah. Hunter... Uh, I mean, it's a team effort, that's for sure. Hunter told us last night... Hunter does other video jobs and stuff, and he told us last night, um, and he can't take this back now because he said it, that he would take us to his other jobs if he can get us in. I mean, yeah, as long as the clients are all right with it. No, we, you just tell them we're your assistant. Oh, okay. So are, we, are you guys just showing up, goofing off, or what, what's happening? Both. <laughs> showing up and goofing. Almost like I an mean, undercover boss style. There you go. Yeah. 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 So do we even want, like, so do we even need to smoke the rest of this? It is enjoyable. Do you guys want to hit it? It's not too bad, but I don't really want to smoke on it. At least I don't feel like it's doing anything for me, so it's hard to be like, yo, I'm going to fucking put time into this and I'm not going to get high. You know, that's how I feel. I'll smoke it. I'll sit here and smoke it for the team. Would you like to try it? Do you want to try it? Yeah, here you go. It almost tastes like nothing. It's It's not always about the taste. It's what it does to you. How long do I have to wait? I don't know. Oh, five minutes. Not very long. <laughs> did, you, did you eat those mushrooms this morning? Yes. Oh, we did. Uh, they hit me about the time we were talking about Mexico. Okay, so now you're going to start being a little more talkative. Um, I didn't eat very much. Oh. Um, yesterday, yesterday, <laughs> you, yesterday you gave me shit in the car. So I, um, I know. I made him feel so, bad about it. Um, so. I didn't want to go hard, and then he like, be like you're a fucking idiot. No, I, th- I think it's good. I think I think it's good to ease into it. I don't want to. I'm if you're tripping balls right now, this might be tough. Or it could just be more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it could really go any direction. <laughs> so, all right, I can um, control where the direction it goes. You want to clear that bowl out? We have one more product to review, and then we're done with the CBD. I'm going to smoke it out of my bowl. Uh, I don't. uh, The only other thing we have to smoke it out of is the broken joint and Diffie. We could do that. I I wasn't going to put that on camera, but we can do it. Let's don't do that. You want to roll it? Yeah, we'll roll one into a a tiny joint. Oh, Ben's cleaning the bowl out. I'm going to try to smoke all this thing. Um, Let me get that lighter. You want to? You got any more stories for us? Great stories. Todd's Todd's blaze like ripped over here. I am, I am. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but that's good. That's how. That's uh. That's what we do here. That's what we do we here. Like to smoke, buddy system. So hang out with our friends. 
like it. Our buddies. So what do you think? You're our, this is our very first episode ever. What what do you what do you think of hey. of us of the product? I guess. What's your impression? I think you guys got a good product going yeah, on. Yeah, cool. I think you're a real smooth talker, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think Look this guy him, over here needs to take a little more, some more mushrooms, get more interactive. Yeah, we'll bump it up next week. Um, well, maybe we, we, we got some more. Maybe you should just take more when Vince gets every here. Week. <laughs> so um, I live uh, like pretty good amount, good, pretty good ways from here. Todd doesn't live far from me. And... Getting home is the the main concern after we're done here. Yeah, Ben lives almost an hour away, so. No, I live an hour and ten away. I live an hour away. <laughs> I can get to Ben's house in under an hour. See, when you don't live up there, you drive like you do. <coughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's dangerous road, bro, and there's cops everywhere. I don't, I don't speed. <laughs> okay, good. Not in the mountains. Yeah, Definitely yeah, not in the mountains. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a 285 is the worst. No. No, GPS is about an hour five. Yeah. Um, and then um, between four and like uh, six o'clock, it's an hour 20 because people are merging in Morrison. Yeah, I stay up the mountain as much as possible. I got a ticket on 285 right around that, bo- that bottom bay. Yeah, but that was uh, probably like drive. five years ago. Mr. And I, I never, I never speed, yep. especially 285. I don't speed. So 70, I, I'll, I'll push it a little bit. So I have a mantra. Only break one law at a time. Okay. If I'm traveling with weed, I don't speak. Okay. That makes sense. Can you give me the, the purple grinder? I'm going to grind up some of this Delta 8 flour, I think it is. Yeah, you can do that in your grinder. <laughs> I don't know about that. Like, I just, I don't. Oh, we'll have to blur out this jar because this isn't it. Um, this is the actual packaging, but you can see my cat bit a little hole in it. So, thanks, Obi. My cat's actually laying back here. He hasn't moved all, the whole show. Right behind Todd. Um, so, this one is, let's see. I couldn't finish the, the joint. I just have to, it's just a lot to smoke. Um, Could we get a, a bed that goes on the wall for Obi? Yeah, so a cat tree to be part of a. Put him up there, and be like, "Don't move." I mean, we could he, put the bird. I was thinking we could put the bird back there. I don't want. He's Harry not going to scream if he's in here. He won't. He won't make a noise. I'm not really a fan of Harry. So I have a bird that lives upstairs, and he's kind of violent. Um, what kind of bird? He's a severe macaw. He's like a a mini macaw. Uh, they also call him chestnut fronted macaws. He's he's like bright green. Uh, how big is he compared to what that cup? Uh, he's pretty big. Yeah, um, from like head to tail, maybe like this long. His body's, he's like this big. I always remember he weighs 710 grams. And I always remember that because 710 is a big uh, number in the weed world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Birds are pretty light. They have like hollow bones and shit. But uh, one thing that, a joke around here, Ben always makes fun of me because I don't use like deodorants or a lot of soaps because birds are very susceptible to like uh, fake fragrances and stuff like that. So I have to be very careful. I finally found some bird safe soap and deodorant this morning, just for Ben. I mean, it's time to grow up. Yeah. That's why we smell sit like a man. across the, the table from each work. other instead of next to each other. Cause I don't smell you right now. Yeah. See, I think it's Ben cause Hunter told me he didn't smell me yesterday either. I think Ben's just trying to make me feel bad. He also calls me fat. 
But you know, it made me go and change my personal hygiene habits this morning. So it, maybe it's good motivating him. Yeah, maybe it's good for me. Got a girlfriend? No. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's uh, maybe that'll change now. I've had girlfriends, serious girlfriends and stuff, but like right now, I'm just so focused on like building something special that I like. I'm like that's too much stress for me right now. Not yeah. even looking. Yeah. Good someday on your journey, bro. Yeah, someday, someday it'll be cool. So we'll do this last little uh, little thing, and then if uh, Todd has any last minute things, we can start. How long have we been going? Uh, I want to hear about what you guys like these trips you have planned. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we can talk about that. So, uh, um, I get a lot of tattoo work done in New York, and so this flower is the driest thing I've ever put. <laughs> I don't know if I want to smoke this, but anyways. Save uh, it for later. Well, we're going to try it for, just for, for plain jam for you guys. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to go on. For, for New York, I go for just a day. Like, I'll fly out. I'll land at, like, 5 a.m., go start the tattoo usually at 10 a.m., finish around, like, 7, and then I'll fly out around, like, 10 or 11. So, and I, and I do that because it's very expensive to travel. And the first few times I went to New York, I was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm going to go to New York and I'll like get a cool hotel and go see stuff. And I did that three times and I got a hotel and each time the trip got shorter. First it was four days then it was three days then it was two days. And I was like, well, what if I leave and I come home and sleep in my own bed? And it was awesome. It was the best trip. It was the most fun I've ever had on a trip ever. I got there. I had a super set itinerary. I got there. I went to the first time I did it. I've done it probably like 10 or 11 times now. Um, I, I went there. I went to Cat's Diner. It's a really famous diner in New York. Delicious. Uh, well, I guess it's a it's a delicatessen, whatever they call it, um, a deli. Um, it was. It's amazing. I went there. Uh, Went to the tattoo, got a euro, and then got pizza, and then Ubered to the airport and slept in my home in my bed. Brought pizza home with me from New York and had pizza from New York the next day in Denver. And so that's that's kind of like every time I tell people, they're like, "Oh, that's actually kind of cool." It does because I every time I do it, I do a different food, different foods when I go, and I'm like, I find somewhere really cool um, to eat and. Everyone's like, wow, that's really cool. And I have a lot of people who always tell me, they're like, you know, I don't have time to travel. And I'm like, well, a lot of my friends have kids now. I'm 30. I, and a lot, of, a lot of my friends have kids. And I'm like, wow, y'all are crazy. I can't think about that right now. But they're like, yeah, I can't travel. We got kids. And I'm like, yeah, but if you do what I do, you just get a babysitter for the day, for one day. You know, you and your wife go have fun. That's a great, great idea. And so I wanted that's a, that was our original plan for this whole thing was to base most of the show around that. And then, um, for example, if you want if you want to go on a trip with us, we'd bring you on the trip and then come on the podcast right after the trip. And we talk about the trip together. You want to go on a trip with us? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Put together a list of trips and I'll cherry pick that. Yeah, right yeah, now. we'll we'll send you destinations. You can pick where you want to go, and we'll go where you want to go. How about that? Because we don't have anything. Yeah, we're uh, open. To, to, so let's tell him what we have planned so far. So far? Like a, and then um, right, 
Um, my come up with a song, yeah, dude. Well, you can He's tell been him, everywhere. You haven't been talking. Tell him about Miami. I'm gonna pack this bowl. So uh, we plan on going to Miami and going uh, fishing, uh, going mahi fishing. Yeah, offshore, half day. Uh, and then uh, parasailing, and then eat some food, hop on a plane, and come home. Oh yeah, yeah. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, I thought so. Um, Tyler, you want to add anything to that? Not, not that. But um, we're gonna go to Maine too, and go get a bunch of lobster. Oh, lobster. Yeah, you like see? He likes the sound of that. Maine's I, fancy. You guys I've are like, I don't Maine know about once. Maine. I think Maine looks cool. Where have you not gone, Todd? A lot of places I haven't gone. Because after that, that's all we have. We have Maine and we <laughs> yeah, have, we have uh, Miami. <laughs> like, uh, we, we are going to Powderhorn to stay in a tiny home village. Yeah. Um, two weeks from now. See, I'm all about, uh, I'm into a paranormal kick right now. So you guys should check out something wow. paranormal. Ooh, that just, wow. That, that just, just that, that got us right that there. That me right there. Yeah. We have, pick, you know, in like, uh, Ben will tell uh, where am I thinking? Savannah, Georgia is probably one of the most haunted places in the world. You can make a 24-hour trip there. Check out their graveyard. Well, is it close to an airport? Uh, it's got to be Savannah. I don't know. We'll look it up. We happen Atlanta. to have You want to go to Savannah, um, Georgia? I might go with you on that one. Yeah? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. It's pretty funny. My sister used to live in Savannah, Georgia. Really? Mm-hmm. Tell Todd about uh, our paranormal ideas um i don't want to reveal our ideas right now okay you're about right. our paranormal you're right. but we have a paranormal expert yeah we have that we can expert. bring along too yeah there we have go. an expert a real you, expert a real expert like he's yeah. found real ghosts video evidence have you ever seen a ghost so i used to have a girlfriend um she was she's a great girl didn't work out and it's for the better but uh she used to say, and, and, and I've heard more people say this, that in pictures when there's little like dots and stuff, I'm like, that's dust. Yeah. Like this girl and her family would be like, no, those are spirits. Orbs. Yeah, orbs. And, I, and they're like, every time you take a picture together, there's orbs all around you. And I'm like, that shit dust. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really believe in ghosts. It's personally. good to be skeptical. I watched a lot of these paranormal things and I put an explanation to a lot of them that they claim to be paranormal. But uh, I think just the simple fact that so many people have stories to tell. I think every human being in the world, though, hears uh, strange noises at night, though. That's what I break. I'm, that's when I, where I boil it down. Can we Is it people- position uh, Todd's mic? What do you want him to do? Um, I feel like it's Hunter, is it cutting in and out to you? Yeah, pull the whole so, pull the silver arm back. No, just pull the silver arm up like so it's straight like this. Okay, that'll work too. We might have to tighten those uh things up. Yeah, I don't know. I, I could go either way, honestly. I think it's meant to talk into the end of the mic. Yeah, like that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> It says we could talk in the, in any sides of it. Okay, yeah. the box, but box could lie. It One just, did come broken too. So true. Thanks, B and H. Sorry, it was getting on my. Nerves we might have to for some that reason. Up, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, back. I don't know. I could go either way. I'm really. I just have never had anything that's happened to me that I'm like, 
I, you know, there's one thing when I was a kid that happened that I couldn't explain, still can't. When I, I was driving through way up north in Minnesota with my aunt, and she was visiting from Wyoming, and we saw this bird fly over the top of us, and I shit you not, it looked like a fucking phoenix. It had this, like, big, long tail, and we sat there for an hour and waited for it to come back. I was like, what the fuck was that? How big do you think it was? It looked huge. How old were you? I was, I think, 13. And you were on an interstate driving? No, it was like a the, a back road in the woods way up north in Minnesota. I grew up in Minnesota. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the only thing that How I've ever... How close do you think it came to your car? So, to me, if I'm thinking about it now, that was 17 years ago, I, I remember it being, like, not far off the top of the trees. And way up north in Minnesota, there's huge pine trees. Huge pine trees. So, did it look feathered yeah. or leathered? Feathered. Feathered. And you think it was a that? dinosaur? I don't know. I'm asking. Oh. And what was the head like? So it had a tail. <laughs> it had. It looked like like pointy, you know. But it had these huge wings. It was weird. It was crazy. I think about that every once in a while. That harpy eagle is huge. Is it? Yeah. Is that is that a area where it would? Oh, those are the eagles that like fly. No, that's an albatross. Never mind. An albatross will fly all over the world. Yeah. I don't think they're in Minnesota. A harpy eagle. I'll have to look it up. They're huge. But you know what? There's a lot of weird things out there, man. You talk to people who spend a lot of time out in the woods, and they're going to Have you? you what about you? Do you have ghost stories? I I have. <laughs> I've had some things happen to me, and uh, probably the most interesting thing was is there was five of us living in this really old house. It was probably... Built, uh, it was probably 100 years old. It was in California. It's one of the early houses that settled yeah. there. And uh, one night about, I don't even know, midnight or so, I was in my room with my dog, and my buddy was in his room with his dog. And at the same time, man, we both heard on our fr- on our bedroom doors. And it was a like a confrontational-type knock, right? Right. So yeah. I jump up like, what the hell? He jumps up, and he, too, we both open our bedroom doors at the same time, and we're standing there in the hall looking at each other, going, what the hell are you doing? You know, what's going on? And neither one of us could explain what happened. But I don't know. Our, neither one of our dogs reacted. It was really odd. And so I, dogs didn't do anything? The dogs didn't do anything. My dogs would lose their Dude, fucking Dude, my mind. dog, these dogs, both of our dogs would, in any normal situation, Lose their mind, dude. I had a German Shepherd. She was very protective. But she acted like she didn't hear that bang, and neither did his dog. And we both thought simultaneously somebody rapped on our each of our own bedroom doors. But that house was just full of many things. Each one of us had our stories. That house definitely had So you lived there? I did. I lived there. Yeah. Where you have, like, neighbors and stuff, or was it kind of like by itself? It was, uh, like, on a five-acre lot. It was an old oh, uh, so pomegranate. Yeah, it was an old pomegranate orchard or something. Was it still pomegranates? There yeah. was still pomegranates yeah, all yeah. over the fucking place. I love pomegranates. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that happened to me once where I heard a, a, a knock, a loud bang at the door last summer. And those people broke into the house. Yeah. And I had to chase them away. Yeah. It was terrifying. Yeah. But it, was, it did what it had to do. My neighbor. Wasn't a ghost. My, okay, so another weird thing that happened when I was a kid, my neighbor claimed to have a ghost living at their house. <laughs> and I'm all like, yeah, sure, right. 
And this involves, okay, so this involves a dog. So we're standing at the bottom of her stairs and her puppy, it was a basset hound, was at the top of the stairs and we were trying to get the dog to come down the stairs. I didn't want to have nothing to do with it. It was just sitting in a hard set and not even attempting to come down those stairs. And after we tried to call it a couple times, something kicked or pushed that dog down the stairs. I saw it. I was watching. My eyes were on that dog, and that dog was as surprised as more surprised than we were. Super weird. It was weird. And uh, she just turned and looked at me, and she's like, yeah, that's Charlie. Whoever Charlie is. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to take Todd to Savannah, Georgia, and go hunt some ghosts. Dude, there's some. There's we're some, going. Yeah. Should we bring our expert? Yeah, I think we have to. You so have he's to got all the equipment that beeps and shit. Yeah, there's EVP meters. And- well, it all got stolen out of his car. So he said that if we bought all the stuff, he would go. So we have to. We have to buy him new gear. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know. Ghost hunters don't make money. Maybe we just bring him as like a. Can he? Does he have to have gear or is he like a psychic too? No, he, Maybe he can t- like communicate without He can be gear. anything we want him to be. Well, okay. the best gear that you can have is your video camera. Yeah, we got to catch those orbs. It's dust. In some cases yeah. it is. I, okay, so I did have this one. <laughs> I had, I, you know, you hear the theory of we live in a matrix, okay? So every yeah. once in a while the matrix will wink at me. And one time it did. I was driving, I was living in California and I was going to the beach to go boogie boarding for the day. And I'm driving through this canyon and it's a real tight canyon. So the canyon walls are both pretty tight on me and they're, they're steep. And so I'm driving and up in the sky I saw a black cube like the Weird. like it the world digitized you know like it just blanked it that one square went black yeah dead pixel in the sky dead pixel that's right it's like it just it's like a, truman show yeah one of them fell and I, i'm driving and i'm looking at it and i don't even know how big to say it was but it was big like i'm saying it was big and i'm looking at it and i'm driving and i'm looking at it and i'm driving and i'm like what the hell could that be and then Weird. i i had my eyes on it for probably off and on for about 15 seconds and i drove out of it through the canyon had to stop paying attention to it got behind me and i came back 3 4 hours later and it went there it's the weirdest wow. fucking thing that's crazy that's it super see nothing like that's ever really happened to me where i'm like so, i can't explain this at all i have yeah. i have a ghost story okay yeah so, is this um, a real story? Yeah, it's a real story, yeah. Okay. So um, when I was before I moved here to Colorado, uh, I went. You were in where? where, where in I North was in, Carolina? I was in North Carolina, yeah. yep, uh, where I'm from. And we, uh, I was just walking around the pond. I think I was fishing maybe. Uh, and I had my dog Annie with me. And Man, you've, I can't believe Annie's been through a lot. Yeah, she took off running into this field. Uh, and the field we've always called the back 40. Like it's sort of like a, a taboo place to go. Like people have, other people have ghost stories over there. That's like, where witches. Um, no, there's yeah. actually a um, Indian burial ground. Oh yeah. Like um, when they, plow the, when they plow the fields, they'd find stuff, you know, yeah, you don't fuck with that. Yeah. yeah. So um, nobody went in that back 40. Uh, it, it, there's even like, uh, I even heard like my great aunt, uh, saw something there that she took to her grave. Like she could, she, she would never get P- told anyone. She would get PTSD from talking to, if she started talking about it. 
So she didn't tell you me what it was. Oh, you don't know. Don't know anything. And then like my grandpa, uh, he saw um, some weird things out there too, uh, like orbs and stuff. You know, dust. Yeah, it's well, dust. he called them green orbs <laughs> that would fly, that float, that fly around. Green, green dust. Fly around and stuff. So anyway, <laughs> I never went back there. Uh, Annie took off running back there like she was chasing something. And the grass, so it's a federal game reserve uh, for tax purposes uh, now. Super tall grass. And the, ta- and the grass is six feet tall. You're not allowed to manicure it or anything. Um, so I walked in this grass through her trail. And when I got in there... Uh, I heard something go, hey, behind me. And when I turned, uh, I felt something grab a hold of my shoulders and pull all the way to my feet. Whoa. And I stood right there and sw- instantly sweated through my shirt and was and could not move. Like I was just fr- frozen still. What did Danny do? Where would um, you go? Well, after I was able to move, I just ran. All the way home. I didn't give a shit. You just met. You were like, fuck Annie. Like, fuck you Annie. better meet me at home. And then when I got there, <laughs> and, when, and when I got there, she was already there. Damn. Like, she probably juked you, bro. She didn't even go in that grass. She tricked you. Dude, it was crazy. See, here's the thing. The, the more you talk to people, you're going to hear stories like this. There's too many stories like this. We're like going to go find some story ghosts. That you can't discount, dude. There's just too much going on out there. Too many well, people. Go gonna, ask your family. I swear to God, somebody in your family that you love, respect, has oh, yeah. a fucking ghost story. Yeah, bro. definitely. My grandma actually, um, something unexplained, maybe not a ghost story, but unexplained. My grandma had a heart attack, um, man, a long time ago now, probably eight years ago. She's doing good now. But uh, her heart was like dead. You know, they scanned the heart. The doctors were like, yo, your, her heart's dead. She's got needs, needs a transplant. Um, and then she was in the hospital for a while. They're about to do the transplant and they do the scan again and her heart's functioning normal. And the doctor's like, we're not, this is not like, it's physically impossible. It's not like, this is, this scientifically, mathematically, physically all impossible. This doesn't work. This is not something that happens. Like the, 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 it was dead. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, her heart literally came back to life. That's it was crazy. Bro. Yeah. My grandma's a fucking warrior. Three He's years after that, she got uh, cancer. Beat the shit out of it. God bless her. She's crazy now, though. She's so loopy. Maybe the most entertaining person I've ever been around. Put her on your show? Oh, God. I'd have to have my grandpa bring come to. Yeah. And my yeah. grandpa was in the military, and he, he's done. I used to just sing when I was a kid. I was like, ask grandpa questions to see what he hasn't done. Right. Never could find anything. I was like, have you driven a tank? That generation. Why don't you ask your grandpa if he's ever seen a ghost? It's that generation. We could see if my grandparents would come on. They probably think it's pretty funny. Would they smoke (laughs) weed with you? No. No, no, no. My grandparents. So I'm kind of like the black sheep in my family. Like they're very, a lot of my grandparents go to church like three times a week. Very, very Christian. I'm not, I'm not very religious. So they're, they're like not, they the whole glass blowing tattoos, weed, everything combined. They're like, Oh God, there goes the neighborhood. Like, what did we do wrong? wrong. But I, but I'm, but I, everyone's kind of coming around now. I'm getting to the point where I'm successful enough where everybody's like, wow, you've proved us wrong. You're, you're doing good. 
you're supporting yourself. So good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted to prove to them that I could do something special. So uh, it's important to be uh, you. Yeah. That's how you're going to find happiness. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Always. And the glass blowing. Yeah. The glass blowing thing was very tough with uh, me and my family at first. I was, nobody wanted anything to do with it. So except one, my aunt, my aunt was very cool. Very supportive. So, but yeah. Um, other than that, we got anything else we really need to talk about? Kind of covered everything. We're going to bring Todd on again for sure. We're going to go to Georgia, find some ghosts, take our ghost expert with us. I think that'll be sweet. You could always go to uh, find some dust. Find some dust. <laughs> <laughs> you go, uh, what else? What else would be a good idea? Well, my bucket list would be uh, you go. <coughs> Go Bigfoot hunting, bro. Oh. Right here in Bailey, Colorado. Yo, we might have to have a whole, a whole, sh- a whole show with Todd. Make a new show, <laughs> dude. I I would go Bigfoot. Where Where's the best place? Well, I to told go you Bigfoot that hunting? I told you that Todd is one of the most interesting people that I know. He did tell, and me he that. doesn't think he thinks that he's like. I don't know, like what he thinks of himself, but he I said we're in trouble. Interesting. So no, I uh, think you're very, a very interesting person. The well, dog, the dog stuff is very cool. It is yeah. cool. I'm lucky and fortunate. Seems like you have a lot of good stories too. Bigfoot hunting would be sick. Yeah. So what would we rather do, ghost hunting or Bigfoot hunting? Well, Bigfoot think, hunting would be real easy. We could go right yeah, now. Yeah, we just go tromp through the woods. That'd be fun. Yeah, tomorrow. but I think ghost <laughs> hunting would be produce better results. You think we're gonna find more ghosts than Bigfoots? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think so too. So how about extraterrestrial? Oh, UFOs. Yeah, I've seen one. Do you think that's what the black square maybe was? You know, it could be because there. Ha- I looked that up, right? So there has been people who have reported similar things that yeah. I've seen. What I saw wasn't moving. It was black as black, and it was big. Did it have, like, edges or no, was it just black squares? It was two-dimensional. Hmm. It wasn't. I couldn't see. It was just flat or one-dimensional. It was just a flat square. Yeah, pixel went out or something. Yeah. And uh, But I did, a few years ago, there was... Three couples sitting on my front porch, and uh, we were out stargazing. It was like 10 o'clock at night, and my buddy saw a falling star, so that made us all kind of look and want to see our falling star. And pretty soon, he says, hey, look at this thing. So we all get up, and we're six of us are looking at this thing, and it's 20 times bigger than anything else we've seen, brighter. It's falling at a 45-degree angle, and while we were watching, it did a U-turn and went right back out wow. of the atmosphere. Were you on drugs? We were high. You know, we were smoking weed. Yeah, weed ain't going to... But not all not, of us. My wife didn't yeah. smoke, so there were people there that... There, oh, there was so actually there was a two, two of the test group. Two of the four were not smoking. But weed's not going to make you see stuff. No, like it's not going to make you see that. But my grandpa, when I was a kid, my grandpa lived in Oklahoma. He had a... Uh, oops, I hit that button again. <laughs> Yeah, the chairs on the set are the only thing that we uh, that we could have got nicer chairs. So my grandpa had a um, cow on his property that was mutilated in a way that he could not explain. Wow, just like destroyed. Yeah, it was like this was in the early seventies, and the cow was cut with like a laser. What the fuck? And uh, no blood, no nothing, and all the organs, everything was just scooped out clean, no blood. 
The wolves have lasers that they wear yeah. on their heads, so could have been a wolf. But since that happened, dude, there's been 30,000 of those mutilated cows reported. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's a recurring yeah. thing with the same Huge. same thing? The first that started right here in Colorado was the first ones that they started reporting on. Wow. I wonder if we can get that guy, the guy who owned that first cow on the show. I don't know. It'd be a long I wonder time who it'd be. Oh, speaking of, I, I got a new, good new guest for us. Um, I was at Walmart today, and I met a guy catching a bird inside the Walmart. That's what he does for a living. I got his card. And there you go. I thought I was like, man, I got, I, I want to know some bird stories. <laughs> so, dude, there's endless opportunities for you guys. Yeah. I'm excited to see where you take it. All right, so uh, we're just gonna do a little recap. Um, today was our very first video. I think it went well. Um, Ben needs to talk a little more. I think that's kind of what I'm at. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I think you did there. better as we went on. You got more talking. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we had Todd on. We'll be uh, Todd owns Halftime Dogs if you want. if um, this, ep- this episode will air after the show, but if you want to look it up. Do you have a website? you want to like say your website, social media stuff? You ready? You want to write this down? Halftimedogs.com. It'll be in the description. Yeah, I'm just saying <laughs> if you want to do like a little ad spot. It'll be in the description below. Yeah, you can check it out. It's cool. uh, you'll see well, we'll videos and pictures of what I do. I've asked yeah. Todd probably ten times. What is what is? Uh, yeah. It's pretty easy. Um, so yeah, it was a it was really good talking to you. I think Saturday is going to be super fun. We'll cut in some uh, B roll footage of the the competition. Um, and other than that, what what did you guys think overall of the plane, Jane? I, I, I'm not a CBD smoker, so I'm like, uh, could go either way. If I smoke CBD, I'd probably like it, but. I was really stoned before I smoked the CBD. I wasn't sure. Now, like 30 minutes later, I feel pretty good. So, Are you more stoned, do you think? No, I'm or actually. It I, evened you out. It evened me out. Okay, so that's positive. That's good. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Ben? Um, wasn't terrible. Okay. Um, Great review. Um, <laughs> Tastes like shit. <laughs> no, it, I didn't think it tasted too bad, um, but just. Yeah. It felt like I was just smoking right. nothing. Yeah. So overall, shout out to Plain Jane. I know we've done this once before and I don't, I don't know if I give you what, maybe I do give you what you're looking for because you sent me more stuff, but um, I personally would not use this product just because I do not use CBD like that. But I think people who use CBD would enjoy the product. It smoked well. It was smooth. It, it didn't taste bad. It didn't taste alarming. Nothing was like it didn't feel bad at all. So I would give it a pass. So good job, Plain Jane. Thank you for the, the little package. If you want to send us more, maybe we could do a commercial or something for you. Maybe something a little more uh, positive. I don't know. But thank you. Um, other than that, uh, I think that's it. Um, have a good day. Be safe. Stay happy. And I guess uh, that's it. We're done. Thank you for having me as your first guest. Thank you. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Todd, for coming in. Yep.